This is the Witches Master Point of Mystery Podcast. I'm Kara. I'm Megan. <laughs> Dex is here. He is our podcast buddy. He's being the cutest. I made the mistake yesterday of trying to get myself insurance. Car insurance this time. I have car insurance, but I was trying to get myself new car insurance. And, you know, when you try to sign up for car oh, insurance, they all call you nonstop. It's just like, I try very hard to be polite when people start calling me. Because like, I know they're just doing their job. Yeah. But, oh, my God, it is just... Phone call after phone call after phone call. Oh, finally, I answer the phone. I'm like, stop it. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I start being rude. And then I, I feel bad. I don't need this guilt in my life. I have yeah. enough guilt in my life. Get out of my face. <laughs> I feel guilty every day over nothing. That's <laughs> <laughs> so why I'm in therapy. Now I need more therapy. <laughs> because there's Better help. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Dot com slash WMMN. Have you ever heard? <laughs> Kara has an episode. It is a female serial killer. Yeah, but you know, typical me, she poisons. Her name's Marianne Robinson. Here's to you, Mrs. Robinson. So she's a female serial and a poisoner. You do like those poisoners. I do, and I don't think I've ever done a poisoner. The Google tells me about them. It'll be like, you are researching this, but maybe you are interested in this. And I'm like, Google, how'd you know? Google knows you, you better than know me so well. Okay. Born in 1832 in a village in Northern England. Mm-hmm. Dad was a minor when he was still alive and he was very religious and he was very strict with her. And when Mary was eight, her parents decided to move to County Durham and she's going to a new school, which at eight years old, I'm sure is hard. Like trying to make friends and trying to be like the new kid in class and not knowing anybody. And just like she struggled with it a little bit. And also she's like struggling at home a little bit too, because I know already, I don't know. real strict. You feel bad for the overly strict religions, mm-hmm. religious upbringing. I just, I don't know. Yeah. It doesn't sound, it never seems to turn out well. Soon after they move, the dad, like I said, is a minor. He falls to his death in a mine shaft. Oh, mm-hmm. God. So she's eight. So that causes issues on top of her already daddy issues. Mm-hmm. So mom is raising the kiddos, her and her brother, by herself, and she decides to get remarried, and Mary doesn't like stepdad. So I don't know if she just has issues with men. We find that out. It's very possible, but she didn't like him. So she's like, peace out. I'm 16. I'm going to leave. I'm going to become a nurse. So she becomes a nurse in a nearby village. She stays there for three years. Three years later, she comes back and she's like, Mom, I'm going to stay with you. I want to become a dressmaker. And Mom's like, sure, but move on it with all my nurse training. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, dressmaker. It's 1800s. What do you do? We do lots of different things. Yeah, exactly. She's just a multitasker. We don't like her. She does bad things. I like how you said we don't like her, but she's a multitasker. Like, like we appreciate that she does we a lot of things. What she's doing, but, but don't take can. that like we support her. Okay. No, 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 All right. no. I'm a fan that she's a nurse dress dressmaker, mm-hmm. but not of she her. becomes many of that are she's she's a she's a big multi hyphenate. She's a serial killing multi poisonous dressmaker. dressmaker. Yeah, mm-hmm. daughter, wife of many, <laughs> lover, mother. Of many. Mrs. Robinson. Okay. Jesus. Okay. I don't know any of the other words. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> That's not... Okay. Okay. Let me tell you about the people in her life. Got it. Husband number one. Mm-hmm. I'm numbering them. That's another good sign. William Mowbray. 
1852, she's 20. She marries William in Newcastle. And then they move to Plymouth, Devon. They have five kids. Four of those kids die of gastric fever. Mm, tummy troubles. There was a fever back then. He got to. Who knew? Who knew what the cause of it was? Then they move back to Northeast England. And they then have three more kids that die. So William's like, hey, I'm going to go aboard this steam vessel and do some work. I got to go for a bit. And she's like, well, sure. Sounds good, hon. You just go on. But uh, I'm going to need you to take out some life insurance just in case something happens to you on that ship. Guess what? William dies of gastric fever before he gets on the ship. He, well, he's working on it. But then he like, you know, they can come back sometimes. Oh. Yeah. He dies of gastric fever. She gets a payout equivalent to about six months of his pay. And she's like, great, great. This is good. This is all good. I am going to move on. So she moves to Seaham, Seaham Harbor, County Durham. <laughs> I don't know where any of this is. No. But it's fine. I I do. Right. But so you, it's you can just you picture it in your head. To me. You all just Google it and picture it in your head after this. And she's like, you know what? I'm going to just mingle. I am now single. I'm a widow. And I'm just going to live my life, okay? And I don't have any of those children mm -hmm. anymore. Yeah. So she meets a Joseph Natras. And she's like, Joseph, I love you. And Joseph is like, baby, I love you too, but I've got it, a fiance. So this isn't going to work out for us right now. So she's like, all right. I am really upset about this. And uh, I don't know what to do. But also my kid just died gastric fever another one mm -hmm. who, who did she have oh it was one of the kids left over from that first marriage oh mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. yeah she was three and a half when she died that leaves her with one living child out of the nine children she had i can't imagine killing your children okay right like, yeah, yeah yeah that's a whole thing but like Losing. going through birth and childbirth nine times and then deciding to kill them all oh, you know what i mean like yeah what mm-hmm yeah. yeah. How do you not have any bond to mm -hmm. your children? Right. So she decides to go back to Sunderland and she becomes a nurse again. She's going to work for the recovery of, for the cure of contagious fever. And she is the fever. fever. She yeah. is the problem. Exactly. She is the cause. Okay. She, yeah, 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 yeah. Typhoid Mary. <laughs> That's not her. That's not her. But it's similar. We did that. Yeah. So she's like, Isabella, my only kid, you are going to go live with my mom. Mom's going to take care of you. Mom will be great. You can go live with with her and just live your life for a bit while mommy goes and works. I wonder why she did that. Probably. Like, why does she let Isabella live? Probably. Like, why does she kill all the I others? wonder if, like, if people were starting to be like, this kid just died. Like, are you <laughs> the eight? is too many. And she's like, my baby, my only living baby, I've got to save you. Go live with my mom. They don't have, they don't have fever there. Of course, they don't have fever there. I know you're you'll there. be safe. Yeah, yeah, you're not there. Wow. So she, while she's working, she meets a patient, George Ward. And she's like, George, gaze into my eyes. I don't know that she said that. Probably. She <laughs> may have. And they fall in love. And they get married in August 1865. Yeah. And he stayed sick. Because remember, she met him while she was working for the feverish. Oh, right. Mm -hmm. He's patient. Okay. Uh-huh. And um, he does. But not before he was able to get a life insurance policy and put her on it. 
But the doctors were like, you know, we we understood how sick you was, but we didn't think he was going to die this soon. Crazy. But my gosh, good thing he had her here to Mrs. Robinson to take care of him. She now collects his insurance money. And then she meets James Robertson, or Robinson, in Sunderland. And his he's now a widow. His wife, Hannah, had just recently died. And he didn't meet her. He didn't meet Mary because he was in love with her at first. He met Mary because he had kids and he needed help around the house. So she's like, my gosh, you are a widow. I am a widow. I know how it feels. Let me take care of you. She takes care of him (laughs) and ends up pregnant. She sure did. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 A month later, James's baby that he had with the wife that died, dies of gastric fever. And then, yeah. Mary's mom becomes ill. So she's like, I'm coming, mom. I'm coming to you. So she decides to go stay with mom until mom gets better. So then mom complains of stomach pains. Mom's 54, dies all of a sudden. And that's nine days, almost a week and a half after Mary got there to make sure she was okay and take care of her. Wow. God, it's gastric fever in the 18th. It is. It seems real intense. Real one. Uh-huh. So they bring Isabella back to mm-hmm. live with her mm-hmm. and James. Soon, Isabella starts getting stomach pains. Oh, no. I thought mm-hmm. Isabella was going to be safe. No, no. Also, the other kid starts getting stomach pains, too. So all, all the kids end up dying from gastric fever. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. I thought Isabella was going to live. I thought Isabella was the one kid who got to live. Yeah. So then James is like, this is weird. Oh, good. Yeah. Uh, I don't like this at all. Um, your spending habits are a little much. And also, I noticed that you were sending the kids off before they died to sell household items for money. And also money I'm ta- I'm giving you to uh, go put in the bank isn't ending up in the bank. So what you doing with it? So he's just like, I can't do this. You're ridiculous. Peace out. Kicked her out. Hmm. Get out of my house. I mean, I would have thought that the dead children would have been enough right. without the spending stuff. Right, 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 But okay. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I guess if yeah. you needed a bigger case. <laughs> yeah. So then her friend Margaret is like, hey, babe, I know you're struggling a little bit. You're on the streets. I've got to introduce you to my brother. He'd be a perfect match for you. Oh, no. And she's like, Margaret, babe, I love you. Thank you so much for changing my life. Frederick was a widower. So he knew very well what she was going through. And he lost two of his four kids. And Margaret was staying there with her brother to be like a mother figure to these two kids because his wife had passed. And so Margaret was like, well, son, I'm getting tired of playing mom. Why don't you, Mary, see if you can hop on in here and work your magic? And she's like, great. Let me do this. Late March 1870, Margaret gets some stomach pains. Her friend, uh-huh, poor Margaret, is taken by the fever. Oh, my God. And Frederick's so upset about it. Mary consoles him and gets pregnant. She is, like, as fertile as you are. <laughs> I'm fertile Myrtle. I have never <laughs> known anyone. Wow. There's that. They get married in 1870, September 1870. And their son, Robert, is born in 1871. And then Marianne, remember Joseph, that had a fiancé, and he's like, I love you, baby, but I can't do this because I'm engaged. She learns that Joseph isn't married anymore and he's just a hop, skip, and jump up the street. Oh no. Mm-hmm. So she's like, I wonder what he's up to these days. Leave this man alone. <laughs> no, I know. 
know. Kara. Yes, Megan. I have been seeing all over TikTok these hair straighteners. Ever since I got my hair cut, I still feel like I'm learning how to do my hair all over mm-hmm. again. Let me tell you, I have found one that works really well. It's um, from Tymo. Uh-huh. T-Y. M-O. Yes. And it is the company for getting the best type of straightener for everything your hair could possibly need. It's all over social media right now with products from $59.99 to top of the line straighteners. Each of their products are built to last and have so many options for whatever your hair needs are. So Karen and I received a couple of the products. Oh we gosh. got a so straightener and a blow dryer. Yeah. So I'm going to talk about the straightener because that's the one that I have used. It has a cordless design, which makes it so right. handy. You traveled with it. Yes. So it's great for getting a good hair reset on the go because it's so portable and convenient. It's called the Porta. It has this 3D comb design, which is enhanced by cutting edge MCH anionic technology. So you brush it through your hair, it straightens as it goes, and it pushes against this ceramic plate that gives a frictionless glide that promises to curb frizz by 50%. And I've totally seen that because my hair gets frizzy and this just really smooths it out. I really loved it. Okay. So I got the air hype. I'm obsessed with it. I have just like naturally curly wavy hair so it was a huge game changer for me it dries your hair in half the normal time and it keeps your hair safe and shiny which i noticed immediately mm-hmm. i didn't even need to straighten it afterwards and usually i do because usually i have all those wild like curls left over yeah. the wind power on this thing is intense it's wild like i turned it up i was like let's play with these buttons okay so it has three magnetic styling attachments they're all amazing you know how some blow dryers you get are like if you go to a hotel and there's a diffuser and you're like oh my gosh this is like tearing my hair to pieces and it's gonna be so tangled not with this one nice and it's magnetic so it's great so right now you guys our listeners can get 30 percent off their first order at timobeauty.com t-y-m-o beauty.com using the code WMM30. So that's just two M's. You guys know our codes usually have three. So just keep that in mind. So with so many great products to choose from, now's the time to upgrade your styling and curling kit. So go to TYMOBeauty.com and use the code WMM30 for 30% off your first purchase. Goodbye. Goodbye. So she's like, let's let's get it on. No, let's not. Yeah, yeah. So she and Joseph rekindle their love. But she's with Frederick. uh No, no, no. She convinced Frederick that life would be sweeter if they moved closer to that part of town. She's the worst Mm -hmm. person. So then that year, Frederick dies. Gastric fever. fever. Shocking. Mm -hmm. So then Joseph moves in with Mary. And he's like, this is meant to be. This is meant to be. She becomes a nurse again. (laughs) And then there's this gentleman that she's helping recover from smallpox while she's a nurse living with Joseph. John Quick Manning is this fellow's name. Mm -hmm. And then she gets pregnant. No, I knew that. She knew she was about to get pregnant. I was like, oh, does she console him too? She does. She does. She cures that smallpox fever by getting pregnant how did she get pregnant this many times uh-huh. i can't even keep up now yeah. she had nine at first and now we're on like what like 14 mm-hmm. yeah so frederick in 1870 march of 1872 dies of gastric fever and then their baby does as well and then joseph gets ill remember he's living with her while she's a nurse he's ill with gastric fever mm-hmm. and dies and he right before he died he's like you know what mary babe I know we're not married, but I'm going to put you in my will. I'm just, you have always been my lover. You've always been that one. And you came back to me and I'm, I'm putting you in my will. So here she is floating in all the insurance policies and just curing smallpox with her 
vaginal, vaginal, dex, muscular ducts. But her magic badge. Yeah. 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 Here we are, John. I'm pregnant with your baby. She's talking it up with a parish official, Tom Riley, who she's just like talking about smallpox and all this stuff. And she was complaining that the last surviving son of Mr. Cotton, who was Charles Edward, was getting in her way and she was like can i have him committed can i like put him in the workhouse and he's like <laughs> what i'm sorry committed yeah why because he's just bothering her mm-hmm. he's getting in the way of her lovers why not kill him she kills everybody exactly. else thomas was like i'm a system corner and this is getting weird thinking about all her life he's now. just now noticing <laughs> yeah. gosh he's like lots of children have died he's like i don't mary we can't do that to him and she's like, oh, that's fine. He's sick anyways. He's got the fever. Don't worry about it. Don't know like if you've she, noticed. It's going around. Yes. Oof. She was quoted saying, I won't be troubled long. He'll go like all the rest of the cottons. Thomas Riley's like, oh, that sounds a little off. Oh, she's got a rough life, I guess. Wow. <laughs> so then after she had told him that, five days later, uh, Charles Edward dies. Five days after she told Mr. Coroner that she wasn't going to be troubled long. She really wasn't troubled long because... The boy was dead. It only took five days. Mm-hmm. So uh, she is just monstrous. Uh, part-time coroner said, huh, I don't like this. <laughs> I probably need to go talk to the police about this. I, I mean, it took you yeah. a while. I wonder if he'd been a coroner really the entire time through yeah, all maybe. these deaths. Or he just is like working at the hospital and is like, Ooh, surely not. Surely not through all of these. There's no way. He talks to the police and he convinces them to hold off on this death certificate. Because of that, she can't claim any money on this kid. Yeah. She calls the insurance office. She doesn't call the doctor's office. She calls insurance. She's like, hey, my stepkid deceased that fever. You know, I've called you all so many times a fever. It's just getting around. But that insurance should be easy to go because I've done this so many times. (laughs) (laughs) I know exactly how this works. Let's go ahead and process it. And do it with my eyes closed. Yeah. And they're like, wow, Mary, we haven't received that official death certificate yet. So we can't process anything. And she's like, Oh, hmm. I don't like that. <laughs> this is weird. That upsets me. Huh? I have gotten away with this so many times. Like, what's happening? <laughs> they decide to start looking into it. And Mary was like, well, we, you know, I've used arrowroot a few times and, you know, natural remedies just, I guess, like maybe furthered along his illness or something. I, wow. Um, what? 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 Yeah. But, you know, I, she's like, I think that this part-time corner is just upset with me because he wanted to get with me. And I said, No. <laughs> He's clearly jealous. So he's trying to make you all believe. He's trying to make murder on you. You know how men are. (laughs) All these men. I mean, listen, men are kind of terrible sometimes. As are women at times. But come on. Yeah. So local newspapers were like, well, this is juicy. Yeah. We got nothing else going to sell right now. Like, suppose this mule up the street got foundered, but we got to talk about this now. (laughs) You know, (laughs) this is going to be really good. Yeah. So the local newspapers are all about it and they just throw it out there and they say she's lost all these lovers and husbands and boyfriends and children. And I'm sure mothers are paying attention to connecting the dots. It's like, how did we not see this? 
Yeah, they end up finding a, a decent amount of arsenic in this last one's system. Mm. And they're like, arrowroot, you say? That's not it. <laughs> no, that's not it. March 5th, 1873 is when her trial starts. But there's a little bit of a delay due to the selection of the public prosecutor. So they go on and they find one and they're just like, there's no way that this one case is the only arsenic case probably should look into some stuff here while we're doing this trial on this on behalf of this deceased fellow but she mary during trial is like you know what i'm gonna be honest with you all there is some arsenic in the dye of the wallpaper that i used i didn't think it was gonna be that much i think and that's what and they all licked it it's weird they licked it all the time charlie and the chocolate factory I could That's yeah, where they stop. Yeah. It was a weird compulsion. I who knew my strange addiction is what <laughs> Yeah. What a weirdo. Did she really think that was an explanation? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're just like Mary honey. This is this is no way. So the jury took 90 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, but it didn't even take them that long, really. They're no. like, we should just sit here a little bit longer, though. It's just Dude, in case. Who's going to order lunch? Did yeah. anybody find out about that mule <laughs> up the street? Let's <laughs> just sit here a little longer. Yeah. She's found guilty after 90 minutes. The Times correspondent says, after conviction, the wretched woman exhibited strong emotion, but this gave place in a few hours to her habitual cold, reserved demeanor, and while she harbors a strong conviction that the royal clemency will be extended towards her, she staunchly asserts her innocence of the crime that she's been convicted of. And then she sends out several petitions. She's like, if you love me and you know me, you will sign this and say I am innocent, and then you'll get me pregnant. Mm-hmm. exactly and then you'll die of gastric fever that's mm-hmm. how this works she said that she also used arsenic to kill bed bugs in the house when the judge said ma'am you're guilty she's like whoa whoa whoa, whoa. forgot about the arsenic for the bed bugs and oh he's like God. wallpaper and bed bugs no he said ma'am and also bed bugs <sighs> you probably weren't even in the house long enough to get bed bugs <laughs> jeez so she's like well God, i'm stuck in this cell now what am I going to do? Starts sending letters to friends. And she's like, guys, come on. Um, I really need your support in this. And you know that James Robinson, that kicked her out of the house for killing the kids and stealing and oh, the money from not paying yeah. money in the bank? She wrote to him. And she's like, listen, listen, I would love to see my stepchildren. Um, no. I would love to see any kids that are around that are still alive that I might have access to. Why? Um, would anybody be willing to come see me? I would love for you to come see me. He ignores the letters that Good. she sends him. And he's like, you know what? I don't want to see her, but I want somebody else to like see what kind of crazy this is. So he sends his brother-in-law to go like visit with her and she gets really mad and she asks the brother-in-law if he could help circulate the petition to get her out. Why does she think anyone will want her? Right. Right. She was like, listen, I'm pregnant in prison. Like they're not gonna kill me like they say they are. Like they can't kill me and they don't. 
They wait until she has the baby. Who's she pregnant by? Just one of the the last lover. Remember that? I forgot. Do you yeah. get pregnant? Like, mm-hmm. drop the hat. Yeah. So she was just like, well, y'all took my baby. <laughs> and now what are you going to do with me? And you can't. You can't. I've got all these petitions out. I, don't, I haven't gotten the signatures back yet, guys. Who knows how many people have signed these? <laughs> Two. Two. Right. Two. And, and it's like, I forged both of them. Right. right. One of them was me and the other one was it was like saving. both of them are her name. She <laughs> forgot to change her name on it. Marianne <laughs> Robinson Mary. <laughs> yep. That's it. And they were like, oh, sorry. You gotta go. Wow. You've done some murderous things. Yeah. Too many. Oh, my God. So we're going to follow through. Yeah, they did. So they do follow mm-hmm. through that. They do. They said that when they went to get her, she was just brushing her hair. And she turned to them and said, right, now I'm ready. Crazy. Well, good, honey. Good. We're, we're, we're so, so glad. Glad for you. So they did. They hovered until she passed. They took her back to the prison and they made a cast of her head so it could be studied. Mm. They cut off her hair. And I'm sure that all of this went as souvenirs to people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Check out why they cut off her hair, but I guess mm-hmm. that would be as souvenirs. Yeah. I just can't. But then they put every strand of hair, you know, they were making the mask or whatever. So they cut her hair off. They put all her hair back in the coffin. Okay. But listen to this. They have created a nursery rhyme about her. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Marianne Cotton. She's dead and she's rotten. (laughs) She lies in her bed with eyes wide open. Sing, sing, oh, what can I sing? Marianne Cotton is tied up with string. Where, where, up in the air, selling black puddings a penny a pair. Ew, ew, that's dark. Who? Yes, honey, I love that nursery rhyme. Keep singing it. No. Or like, can you imagine us sitting here with Olive, like, making her? No, I don't want to. What? So she just couldn't seem to form connections with anybody, not even her own children. Oh, connections. A bit, but not not really. No. Not emotional. And I can't figure out, like, she kept collecting insurance money. So this was like, what was she spending it all on? Arsenic? Arsenic wallpaper? I mean, this was just how she lived. But she also had jobs. I don't know. Yeah, she had jobs. She was a nurse. I just can't figure out what her motivation was, right? Like, what was her, what, did she just enjoy killing? It seems as though she just couldn't stop. It's and it's like she wanted a new life and just was going to kill everybody. And Well, that's what I mean. Like, I mean, clearly she's mentally ill. Yeah. But I mean, was she trying to recreate like some kind of perfect family life and like kept right. getting it wrong so she would just kill everybody and start over? Right. It's hard to try to understand the motivations of Yeah. And it's like she person. wanted, she would get pregnant either on accident or purpose. And it's like she wanted to have a baby with this person, and but then she'd be like, "Well, I want this." I have no idea because I don't know when Isabella was. I mean, she died when she was younger. She didn't really have older kids, so anytime she met a person with kids already, she'd get rid of them. Oh, it's just awful! It's so awful for ever like anyone who crossed your path. I don't even want to thank you for that story. No, you're not welcome. Mm -hmm. Thanks, Google. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you all for listening. Yeah. Um, you can go ahead and check out the stuff in the store. It's all been dispersed fallified. New merch is in there. We're still adding some new merch, but there is also some yeah. fall merch. And if you're looking for the founding daddy merch, stay at it. Go get it. All right. We love you so much. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.